Litcast Slovakia, the podcast about Slovak literature in English. Welcome to Litcast Slovakia number 13. I'm Julia Sherwood and today I'll be talking to a fellow translator, Marie-Therese Zerman, who translates into German from French, Portuguese as well as Slovak. Marie-Therese lives in Leipzig and makes her living mostly by translating medical and legal texts, but in recent years has been increasingly turning to literary translation, mainly from Slovak. Hi Marie, welcome to this podcast. You've already been a guest on the German version of this podcast, so it's great to have you now on Litcast Slovakia. Hi Julia, good morning. I'm very glad you invited me to your podcast. Uh, so you're quite a linguist. Uh, you have French, Portuguese and English, of course, but uh, Slovak seems to be somehow the odd one out among your languages. So can you tell us what has drawn you to Slovak as the language and to Slovak literature? When I did my uh, A-levels, I mean, when I graduated from high school, I wanted to uh, spend one year in a foreign country. And my plan was to go to France, as I had French as one of the major subjects uh, in high school. But then I ended up in Slovakia. <laughs> yeah, it was... Um, Our parish had contacts to another parish in Slovakia and we we traveled there. We spent uh, time there with young people organizing camps and such things. And uh, the, uh, the priest from this parish uh, came up with the idea of uh, me spending one year in Slovakia. And he had a flat for me to live in his parish house and I was working at school as a German teacher and in the kindergarten and yeah so I decided not to go to France and spend one year in Slovakia. So then after this year in Slovakia um, I decided to study um, translation for uh, French and Slovak and uh, I also studied German as a foreign language so how to teach German as I did this in Slovakia and I liked it very much to teach my own language to other people. So I decided to study this and I went to Leipzig because it was one of the cities where you could study Slovak and I was uh, very happy uh, with this because uh, yeah, I could use all the things I learned during this year in Slovakia. So the German book market is generally much more open to translated literature than the Anglophone one. But smaller literatures such as Slovak are still very little known, even in Germany. But somehow you managed to persuade Wiese Verlag to publish uh, In the Name of the Father by Bala. So can you say a little bit about how that happened, how you accomplished that? Yeah, I, I found this book when I was walking around in Bratislava, uh, looking around in the bookshops a little bit and I liked it from the first moment and um, I think two years ago at the Leipzig Book Fair we had uh, a presentation 
called speed dating with uh, four other translators and every translator could talk five minutes about a hard project to some publishers, uh, very big publishers, I must say. And then they said, ah, sounds interesting, but Slovak literature, nobody wants to read. Yeah, hmm, the Slovak Kafka, yeah might be interesting but it won't sell and so as I had the um, excerpt already finished I um, distributed it to some other publishers on the book fair also everybody says you shouldn't do that because it makes no sense but um, yeah I did it and at the end um, I received an email from Visa Verlag that they want to do it and I sent them a longer um, a longer translation. I, I'd already done like about 10-15 pages and I said, yeah, okay, it's interesting. We're gonna do the whole book. Yeah. That's great. Uh, yes, I think sometimes we have to uh, disobey the uh, received wisdom and just do what we feel passionately about. Um, I did the same thing with Bala. It took me about three years to find the publisher for In the Name of the Father because I really, really wanted to introduce him to uh, English-speaking readers. Now, what was it about Bala's writing that made you want to translate this book and go to all that trouble? And was the fact that uh, the book uh, won the Anasov Literary Prize in 2012 a factor for you? And do you think it helped to persuade the publisher? Um, what I like about Bala, also as Charles Sabatos wrote in the um, introduction to your uh, translation of Big Love, uh, his fiction uh, seems uh, to offer little comfort to the reader, but I always liked it. And as um, in the uh, introduction for In the Name of the Father, Gabor Nemet wrote, reading Bala is like getting on a roller coaster and behaving in an age appropriate manner you never know what's coming up so um, that's what I like about Bala's books he's um, yeah it's always surprising so um, yeah that's what I like about him I don't know if this literary prize was um, a fact to persuade the publisher you know what I think your English translation and the reviews helped me a lot because the English translation of In the Name of the Father was very uh, positively reviewed. And um, having an English translation of a Slovak book helped a lot for to persuade German publishers, in fact. So I have to thank you for <laughs> doing, oh. <laughs> doing the main work. <laughs> Oh, that's very nice. Uh, and it's reassuring because I have always thought that uh, translating books into English opens doors to other translations. And sometimes I also hope that having a Slovak book translated into German might help some publishers uh, in the English-speaking world because there is greater chance that they might be able to read German than Slovak. Have you had any reviews in the German press? How how was the book uh, received? And also, are you planning to translate anything else by Bala into German? Uh, we presented the book together at the book fair in Vienna in November. So it um, it was published in October, and we uh, met with Bala in 
in Vienna. And I had the impression that it was very well received, but I have to say that uh, Wieser Verlag is a very, very small publisher and they didn't do any marketing at all. So um, they're very, um, there are not many reviews. All the, all the things that were organized uh, were done by the Information Center for Literature in Bratislava. So the Visa Verlag didn't do a great work on this, I'm, I must say. But they published it, what was good, but um, yeah, no marketing. Well, I certainly do hope that you get more reviews. But in the meantime, uh, you've had uh, another translation published. And uh, recently, you had a presentation with Marek Vadas at uh, Literaturhaus Leipzig of uh, his children's book, uh, Uciek, The Escape. Yeah. So can you briefly introduce this book to us and tell us why you felt it should be translated into German? Yeah, um, The Escape is uh, a refugee story and um, maybe it is the most translated children's book of Slovakia. I, it was translated into English, Italian, Spanish, Korean, Czech and some other languages and I also found it in a bookshop in Bratislava and it's a story about a boy, his father and his dog Alan um, who have to run away because in their hometown are uh, strange things are going on. Um, so they yearn to find a place where they could settle in calm and peace but their goal turns out to be extremely difficult to achieve. At one moment the father gets lost and the boy runs away with his dog only. And they travel through villages, cities and countries and they encounter helpfulness and friendship but also refusal. So uh, for example they come to the the city of excuses or the kingdom of the great stamp it's very they are very fantastic places and um, it's a story about the fate of another person looking for help and Marek Vadas wrote this uh, this book when all this uh, the refugee crisis started and um, I thought it's a very important book to be translated also from Slovak because uh, at the time with the refugee crisis uh, the Slovak Republic didn't have um, very good press about this theme because um, they refused to take refugees together with the Hungarian and the Czech Republic and Poland and so the so-called Visegrad states refused to take over any refugees. And for me, translating this book was um, showing the other side of the country. So that a writer has written something positive about this. So uh, I've, I, I find the whole theme, the whole topic very very important, even more important than the coronavirus because refugees and this whole topic will um, still be actual when coronavirus is um, 
maybe not uh, important anymore. Yes, sadly, it's still very, very relevant. And uh, those uh, awful scenes from the Moria camp in on Lesbos uh, really brought it home to us that uh, the issue is really nowhere near resolved. Also, we've recently, over the summer, we've had uh, all these boats coming over the English Channel. And uh, I have to say, as much as I was ashamed of the response of the uh, Visegrad countries, I feel also deeply ashamed about uh, the way the British government has handled it. Yeah, yeah, the book was published in 2016. And uh, since then, the topic are, is still so um, actual. I mean, we, we are still in this crisis. So, um, yeah. That's right. Yes. Yeah, I was, yeah. And so the, the book takes place in Africa, which is where uh, most of Marek Badas's books are set. And he's also written several collections of short stories for grown-ups, some of which I have translated and I found them really haunting, the, the way uh, he combines this uh, traditional African narrative with the European literary tradition and the way he mixes descriptions of everyday reality uh, with dreams. Now, have you translated or are you planning to translate any of his other books or short stories? That's a little bit uh, um, a funny story because last year the Literary Information Center in Bratislava, they did such a grant and you could uh, come up with suggestions of books you would like to translate and then they financed um, so, uh, the translation of uh, uh, excerpts or, yeah. And I was um, suggesting Marek Vadas, his latest novel, Zlaštvrt, so bad uh, quarter or... A bad neighborhood, maybe. Bad neighborhood. Mm. And then I... Um, suggested Marek Vada's uh, The Escape, so the children's book, and um, Bala, uh, Bala's Big Love. And by and another translator, what I didn't know, I don't know if you know her, Zorka Ziklamini, and she lives in Switzerland. She suggested Marek Vada's uh, The Healer. So mm -hmm. as we both came up with the same the same author but not with the same books we had to discuss about this because um in generally it's not so good if two translators work with the same author so um we decided that i should translate the children uh, the children book mm -hmm. and she would do the um the books for uh, grown ups, so she tried to find a publisher for the healer, Lietchitil, but um, as far as I know, she didn't uh, she didn't manage yet. Well, that's good that there are several translators interested in her working on his uh, writing. So another author, Slovak author you translated is uh, Ivan Medeshi. Uh, you've translated a couple of uh, his short stories from the collection Jedenie, Eating, 
which also won the Anasov Litera Prize, even though, in fact, it had to be translated into Slovak since the author is a member of the Ruthenian minority in the Vojvodina in Serbia. So did you find that this complex background posed a specific challenge to you as a translator? Yeah, it was a, it was, it really was a great uh, challenge. So the translation of um, these two uh, stories was very challenging because uh, in the Slovak book, there are still a lot, lots of these Ruthenian words. And um, I have a very good friend in Bratislava and I sent her hundreds of photos from the pages of the books with underlined words and always asking, can you explain this to me? What does this mean? And she, sometimes she said, I don't know. I don't understand it at all. And then she asked her husband, who is from the very east of Slovakia, and he understood lots of things we didn't. So it was uh, it was very challenging to, to translate these two stories. And so what other Slovak writers have caught your eye? Uh, is there a particular work or author you'd be interested in translating in the future? Um, I would I would like to uh, I would like to translate Katka Kutzbelova Chepiec, so mm -hmm. the bonnet I don't know, but I heard somebody say that Eva Profosova I don't know if you know her she's a, a very very good translator for Czech, and I somebody told me that she was asked by a publisher to to do a sample translation, but um, I don't know if there was, if anything came out of this. Then for the, um, for the book fair, we did, um, I did a sample translation from Tomasz Foro, Svadobny um, Apartman v Hoteli Vojna. It's about the war in Ukraine, but um, it was a very, very interesting book, but, um, I don't know. This um, this war in Ukraine is already out of focus a little bit, <laughs> so um, it's not in the press anymore as it was maybe one or two years ago. But there are other uh, there are other writers like uh, Jana Bodnarova or Wanda Rosenbergova. Yeah. I hope you will find your next dream project and that also that you find a publisher for it and uh, it would be really nice i think if sometimes we could meet uh, in in real life uh, it's uh, as i said i've been keeping in touch with the translators of slovak literature into english but i think we all have uh, many things in common all of us who translate slovak literature so it'd be nice to have a get together so maybe one day all the Bala translators could have a meeting. <laughs> yes, yes, that would be great. Yes. So thank you very much for uh, doing this podcast and uh, I wish you all the best. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye.